You're listening to the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricket and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network and proud sponsors of the European Super League. Yes, it is. The <laughs> ESL, or R&C combined. Ricky is still jobbing out to Ramadan this week, so you're, you've got myself, Clive, and I've got some two special guests on the show. First of all, a debutante to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. From SGP Words, uh, Cy Powell, how are you this, this evening, sir? I am absolutely buzzing with the news that I've just been given from you two gentlemen about Edward Wood resigning from Manchester United. As I mentioned, this is effectively a day that rivals the birth of my children, is making me happy. It's fantastic news. How are you doing, all right? I'm good, but do you know I'm recording this? Like What you're saying about this being equal and joy to such a special moment in your life has been recorded... Yeah, I, yeah, the wife's clear on that. <laughs> it's <enough>. no secret. <laughs> uh, and Simon's chain wrestling podcast co-host, a friend of the show, regular uh, antagonist to just almost everything that I do in my life, and to also Paul Tolly. Welcome back, Mags. How are you, sir? Antagonist, I, I believe that I am a huge, huge supporter of, of uh, the Ricky and no one else show. So, I've lost count of the amount of times when Sai is reading out one of my contributions to the Chain Wrestling Show, and you'll say it's probably a bad take if it's from Clive. <laughs> oh, that is I, true. I, uh-huh. I mean, that does happen. <laughs> does do but that. <laughs> to balance that out, I do also say that you are my two favourite Scottish people. So, swings and roundabouts. But yeah, I'm doing really well. Excited to be back on the show. It seems like forever since it I've has. been on. It's been a while. Um, and glad to uh, to drag along another podcast. I don't want to say wife because he's took offence to it. Uh, podcast uh, non-binary partner. <laughs> See, I wouldn't say I took offence to it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Around the house, I don't want to sort of sort of stick gender roles there or anything like that. But around the house, I do more of the housework than my missus does. So I suppose I'm the wife here. So I don't want to be the wife in our relationship as well. You know. <laughs> <laughs> We'll both be the wife. Oh, yeah. That, I've seen films like that, but we won't get into that. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like good content, to be honest. But we'll move on to what we're going to talk about tonight, and that is the return of a, a special kind of show that we did a few weeks ago with Caleb Baldwin, and this is going to be another triple threat quiz time special. So for those of you who have not listened to the previous episode and want a rundown of the rules, uh, we each have specialist subjects, and the other two have given us five questions each, so that person has answered ten questions on their specialist subject. That's round one. Round two is the same format, except it's just general knowledge questions. And then the last round is the wrestling buzzer round, where one person has ten questions, and 
the other two have to buzz in with their answer. I have a scorecard here. Sai, Mags, feel free to keep your own scorecard, especially Mags, who feels as if he's been hard done by on many a quiz. So, <laughs> Dude, that's actually not a bad chat. I didn't even right. think that I should, uh, should tally my own scores just in case. Does he get um, salty if he doesn't win? I mean, I pretend I've got a little bit of character, Anna. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I've, I, I do not have uh, a good record in uh, podcast quizzes. I think I've got a record like the Dudley Boys at, at, uh, at WrestleMania, basically. Right. <laughs> well, I can, I can assure you that he, this is my first one, and I'm going to be 100% terrible. Um, so <laughs> it can't be as bad as what I'm going to go through now. Okay, right. Well, what I'm going to do is, uh, just because it's down in my wee score sheet here, and say si, if you're a wee bit unfamiliar with the format, Mags, are you all right to go in the hot seat first? Yeah, let's get it out of the way. So, your specialist subject is the IT crowd? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I picked that. I think I may have been just off the back of watching an episode of the IT crowd, uh, but <laughs> I will give it a jolly good go. Okay, uh, and oops, a daisy. This seems like the first answer I have is not here. <laughs> so, Brilliant. Is that a free point then? Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> a minute. I mean, you can ask the question. I might know the answer before okay. you need to ask, need to Google it. Right. So the first of my five questions is: How many episodes were there of the IT crowd in total? Okay. Jeez, that's a, a tough question. I think there was, I want to say, 10 per season. Um, I want to say five seasons, maybe. Um, I'm going to go 50. Uh, you were close if you wanted to half that number. The the answer was 25, I'm afraid. Wow, I have well misremembered this show. <laughs> Jesus Christ, not a good start. <laughs> so, uh, number two, how did... Denim Raynum commit suicide. Oh, he, he clearly jumped out of a window. That's the first point on the board for you there. Well done. Number two, eh, sorry, number three. Richmond became a goth after listening to which band? Oh, it was Cradle of Filth. Well done, Cradle of Filth. That's the answer. Sounds like an episode I would like to watch. To be honest with you, it's it's brilliant. He does a business as well called Goth to Boss, where he he comes back and he's like uh, a CEO of a company. It's brilliant. <laughs> right, number four. What item of clothing is Roy best known for? Oh, he, um, now this is this could have two specific answers because there was an episode about him losing his jacket. Um, but it's it's going to essentially be different like T-shirts, I would assume. T-shirts is the correct answer. Well done. Last uh, last question from myself. Who said this? God damn, these electric sex pants. <laughs> That's uh, uh, the younger Renham. Um, is it Douglas Renham? I think it's called Douglas. Yeah, I've got Douglas here. So Yeah. A strong four out of five from the first uh, first round from myself. So, Simon, if you're able to posit your questions to Old Mags, see if he can get higher than four. Yeah, sure. Um, just to sort of make it 
quite clear. I don't know anything about the it crowd or anything about your specialist subject either. The it crowd. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if these questions are going to be really easy or ridiculously difficult. I apologise if it's either way. <laughs> um, all right, Magsy. Um, what is Roy's last name? You very rarely hear the names as well. Uh, I know Moses is Morris Moss. What is Roy's name? I, it's not coming to me, and I don't want to like, delay for time. Um, yeah, it's it's not coming, so I'll pass. Treneman, apparently. Yeah. Jesus. Um, what religion does Douglas Renholm claim he is practising in season four? Right, it's uh, I don't. It's not Scientology. I don't think it's. Again, I'm I'm gonna have to pass. But I'll, as soon as you mention it, I'll know. It's uh, the it, it follows the. It's what fucking Noel <laughs> Fingy does, Noel Edmonds. That the bullshit. Edmonds. Yeah, what is it called? Uh, pass, but I, I know it, but it's going to annoy me now. I, yeah, I should you're get really close, man. You're really close. Uh, spaceology. Spaceology. It is where you wish on something and then you throw it, uh, you throw something behind you with your back to space. Yeah. So is this what Noel Edmonds does? Noel Edmonds. Yeah, apparently it's, it's where you draw like symbols on on yourself and like you wish for it. So he draws a, a helicopter on himself gets it tattooed and then buys himself a helicopter so that proves that it works. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, what is the name of the company psychiatrist? I want to say Ben Jenderson. No, Dr. Mendel. Okay, I don't know that one. Apparently, they've like only been in one episode. Yeah. Um, bear with me. What is the name of the exclusive club Prime invites Moss to to do oh, the old oh, countdown thing? It's eight plus. That's right. Yep. Um, how many have I got left? Uh, one. I think. One. Okay. Which one should I go for? Uh, Douglas becomes romantically involved with a journalist. What's the name of the magazine they write for? They're writing an article on him. The journalist ends up being a man as well. That's it, yep. I've seen that one. It's good. Made me laugh. Because he wins the shithead of the year award. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I don't know. I can't remember the name of the magazine. These questions have been tough, Simon. Richest, apparently. Okay. Like I said, I've got no way of gauging if it's tough or not. No. I don't. I, I don't know a lot about the show, so <laughs> I apologise, man. <laughs> it's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm happy with five, though. Five out of ten for a, good, yeah. uh, a topic I literally picked on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sai, your specialist subject for this quiz is nineties slash two thousands era of Manchester United. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to be awful, just so, just so we're clear, but yeah. <laughs> right. Now, full disclosure, my co-host Ricky is a big Man United fan as well. 
So okay. I asked him to provide these questions. So anything that you're unhappy with, please direct your disdain towards Ricky. Right, right so... Uh, where is it? Number one. In the 1999 Champions League final, who scored the Bayern Munich goal? Is that Mario Basler? Oh, straight off the bat there with a... Free nice kick point. went out after about six minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. I think this might be easy from that confident answer there. Yeah. Oh, that's just the game that I know because obviously what happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... <laughs> In the 2008 Champions League final against Chelsea, who scored the last Man United penalty? I've got two in mind. I'm going to say Ryan Giggs. Two out of two? Yeah. Uh, number three. Now, there are four players who have scored more than 200 goals for Manchester United. Name three of them for one point. Again, this is Ricky. Oh, that's harsh, isn't it? Um, <laughs> four players who have scored more than 200 goals, just 200 club goals, yeah? Yeah, he said three of them are easy, apparently, so... Three of them for okay. the point. Uh, well, Rooney, Charlton. Did Charlton play in the 90s in 2000? Oh, yeah. Oh. That is that is true. That seems to be... I mean, there's <laughs> a, another name in here that I've not even heard of, so... Over 200 goals. Uh, I'll have a stab at Dennis Violet. Is that your final answer? Oh, there's one I'm missing, and it's really obvious, isn't it? Um, yeah, go on. Does, did Dennis Violet have a name change at any point? To, what, to, a, to a more, to a more, you know, Dutch-sounding name or something? No, uh, <laughs> Changed his first name to Palmer. Palmer, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I have here. It was, as you said, Rooney Charlton. And Jack Rowley and Dennis Law. Ah, uh, Dennis Law. Oh, bloody, what, what an idiot. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, okay. Uh, number four. What was the score in the infamous game where Keane and Vieira clashed in the tunnel? I'm thinking it was a draw, but uh, we either got spanked or we drew. Uh... Was it... Did it end nil-nil? Is that your final answer? Yeah, go on. I'm afraid it was 4-2 to Manchester United. Oh, bloody hell, okay. And last question from myself. Who did Cristiano Ronaldo score his first goal for United? Who did he score his first goal against for United? That stumped me, that was. Um, he's, he's either scored his first goal against Bolton or his debut was against Bolton I'll go for Bolton just on the off chance uh, incorrect he's got Pompey I'm guessing he means Portsmouth yeah right. yeah okay his debut was against Bolton then I suppose because I was reading that saying is this a European team Pompey and then I realised oh, <laughs> uh a good start, but it tailed off towards the end there. So two points so far. Mags. I did, didn't I? I flew out of the traps there, didn't I? Know, I? I know. There were some and then, tough questions then, as well. And then stumbled over my own feet, yeah. <laughs> right, Mags, go for it. Okay, so 
The first one from me is um, in the mid-90s, we saw the rise of Fergie's fledglings, uh, which was a, a golden uh, generation of talent. But who famously derided Fergie with the comment, you can't win anything with kids? Um, oh, Liverpool player, played centre-half, Scottish dude. Um, Alan Hansen. Correct, Alan Hansen. That was after we got beat at Villa, wasn't it? 3-1 and we were like shocking. <laughs> so question number two. Um, from the beginning of the Premier League in 1992-93 uh, until the end of 2009-2010, uh, how many league titles did Man United win? Eleven. Eleven is bang on. Ooh, Correct. Delightful. Yes. Um, Eric Cantona was a huge star for, for Manchester United, uh, signed in November 1992 and stayed until he retired in July of 1997. But how many times was he the top league scorer for Manchester United? Top league scorer? Oh... I don't think it was as many. He was there, what, five, five and a half, six years, maybe? Five years. I will say twice. Correct. Really nailing these, yeah. 93, I... 93 94, 95, 96. Yeah, because he, he normally played... He, he normally created the chances more so than that for like the likes of Andy Cole and Mark Hughes, I would guess. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, great start. Uh, <laughs> let's see if you can get this one. In 1997, uh, Man United won the Charity Shield when they beat Chelsea on penalties, and they had one uh, David Beckham uh, as a substitute that day. Um, but what was significant about him uh, on that day? Significant about Beckham on the Charity Shield in 1997? Mm -hmm. Oh, Strafe. Um... I oh I really don't know. Um, no, I, I I haven't got a clue. Wrong. Well, okay. Um, the name on his shirt was spelt wrong. They missed oh, that H. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Okay. So in uh, this is the the last one. So. In 2004, we had the infamous Battle of the Buffet, which uh, is commonly known as Pizza Gate. <laughs> But who is alleged to have thrown uh, a slice of pizza at Alex Ferguson? Was that Ashley Cole? Is that your answer? You tell me, sir. Yeah, go on then. It wasn't Ashley Cole, it was Cesc uh, Fabregas. Oh, uh, okay. I would never have got that. You'd have given me God knows how many guesses. I'd never have got that. So does that three mean... Out does Three that... out of five is a banging score. Yeah, that's five out of ten. So you're both on five at the moment. So does that mean that Seth Fabregas was also the one to throw uh, custard pie in Kevin Owens' face that time? It's <laughs> <laughs> never been solved. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, Clav, it's on, on your special uh, round now. Um, yep. I mean, if you're happy for me to go first, Simon, I will. Yeah, whichever way, man. So your special subject is Outlander, uh, a show that uh, 
I have never ever watched and never even heard of until you actually mentioned it. So, <laughs> right, um, okay. if these questions are inaccurate, I don't really care. Fair uh, enough. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> uh, but there we go. So, um, and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this, but Dune Castle near Stirling is used as a set, setting for Castle Leoc. Leoc? Leoc. Um, but this castle has also been used in, in uh, a couple of other really famous uh, entertainment productions. Can you name them both? I'll give you a clue. One is a film and one is a TV series. Oh, my word, Darren. I'll say Rob Roy for the film and for the TV series. <laughs> Rob Roy, the early years, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Roy, the, the child is. Uh, no, unfortunately, that's wrong. The film was actually Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, Christ. And the TV show is actually Game of Thrones. It was, it was the setting for Winterfell. Right, right. Okay, so in the episode titled Both Sides Now, Hugh Monroe gives Claire a wedding gift. What specific item does he give her? Oh, shit. A clue is it's the name of the second book in the series. Mm. A total stab in the dark. And my wife just left the room, so I can't even cheat. <laughs> uh, is it a garnet? Oh, uh, it's not. It's a dragonfly in amber. <sighs> Shit. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what is the name of the ship that Claire and Jamie uh, sail on heading for Jamaica in an attempt to catch up to a ship that is holding a captured young Ian? I know, I know that the ship went to capture young Ian because it was taken by pirates, and I know that they ended up in Jamaica, and I know what happened in Jamaica, but I've got no bloody clue what that ship was called. So I'm just going to say, the Titanic. Um, the Artemis. Uh, I'm so bad at these specialist subjects; it's really embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, question four. Will I mean, I'll I'll throw you a softball because I. If you watch the show, I assume you would know this one. Um, who is the father of Brianna's son? Roger McKenzie. That's incorrect. It's Stephen, the actual rapist. Oh, no. The actual rapist? Yeah, As because Roger, Pretend Roger is accused and beaten up for being the rapist. When he wasn't the rapist, it was Stephen who was the rapist. And Roger is a bit of an emotional uh, Mm -hmm. dick. Like, he's (laughs) got some toxic masculinity things going on, slash small man syndrome, so... Ah, (laughs) shit. Okay. Pimple dick. (laughs) I pimple dick, guy. (laughs) So, for your final question from me, um, at what famous battle... Did Claire wrongly believe that Jamie had died? Culloden. The Battle of Culloden, correct. So that's a one from Marsad. Uh, it's literally the book I'm reading right now. 
So look, he's got the answers in front of it. He's got a cheat sheet. No, this is terrific. <laughs> the Outlanders, all the sort of Hollywood fiction. This is the actual stuff. That was a poor showing. I'm so glad that my wife's not here to hear this. I'll just lie and say that I I got ten out of ten. I nailed it. Right. <laughs> okay, me now is it? Yep. It is. Okay, then me. Um, what year did the first book come out? Oh. 2012? 1991, apparently. I was close. Yeah, not far off. Not far off. <laughs> um, what is the name of the Ardsmuir prison governor in season three? Ardsmuir prison. John Gray? That's right, yep. Yep. Um, He's on the board. Where did Frank and Claire live in America? New York. Boston, I've got. Oh. oh. Right. Uh, where did Frank and Claire go for the second honeymoon? Uh, Inverness. That's it, yep. Thank God. How many have I got left? Honeymoon place. Um, two, I think. Two. Um, what just year one, does Claire Trump? Sorry, go. On. Just one more. Just one more, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what year does Claire travel to when she first meets Jamie? Seventeen forty-three. Yep, spot on. Is it worth checking this program out then? Because I, I love all time travel sort of stuff. Well, if you're into time travel and period dramas, then definitely. Okay. And yeah. boobs, apparently, yeah. as well. I made a joke. I, there is a I lot of sex. I am from the boobs. <laughs> yeah. uh, there is a lot of sex, but it's quite. Uh, it can be quite heavy duty with regards to the drama side of things. And if you like period dramas, then I recommend it. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll check it out. Cheers. But, yeah, same. And when I was uh, looking, looking it up, I thought, this is right down my street. I, I used to enjoy a programme called The, the Man in the High Castle. Uh, which right. is about uh, the war and uh, the town hall, and this felt like on pretty similar veins. Uh huh. It's basically that Claire ends up when they're on the honeymoon. She goes back in time. She meets all these Highlanders who are trying to do the Jacobite rising, and she's trying to change change the future. You know, your Back to the Future stuff. So it's good. Lots of lots of boobs, lots of kilts, lots of politics and lots of tears from me as well oh, I'll, I'll check it out yeah same so after that somehow we are five points each wow Ooh. so for, from such a poor start you actually clawed it back uh-huh, really did. well so the next round it is the general knowledge round so beware absolutely anything could come in here so Mags are you ready no but that wouldn't change if you give me any time anyway, so... (laughs) Right, so you've both got similar kind of questions, right? And this one, if you give me within seven of the answer, either way, you've got the point, okay? So, Kazakhstan is the what largest country in the world? And I I can be within seven. Uh Uh-huh. Fifty first. It's actually ninth. Wow. So if I'd have said that third, I'd have been right. Yep. That's mad. 
Uh, number two, who is the mayor of Burnley? Um, I actually, me. Well, essentially, it's me. Um, but I don't actually know the current mayor. The, I know the the MP, and he's a tosser, Anthony Higginbottom. Uh, but yeah, I don't know the mayor. Right. Okay. Uh, it's Wajid Khan. I do know the bloody mayor. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you do now because he's just told you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I remember now. Okay. <laughs> Number three, what is the chemical element for copper? CU. CU, Jimmy. Yes, correct. Well done. Number four, how many studio albums have Red Hot Chili Peppers released? And I'll give you two either way. Okay. So this Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Californication... By the way, Stadium Arcadium. I'm, I'm sure there's one before. Is the, is Higher Ground one? I'm gonna go six. Eleven. Jesus Christ, they've been prolific. <laughs> they have. Uh, right now, you guys do chain wrestling. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So here's a chain mental arithmetic question for you. Okay, so you've got 20. Right, so feel free to either say it out to me or just think it through in your head. So 20, you double it, you divide it by 10, you times that by 2, you add 8, you half that, you take three away. You times that by ten. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm finished soon. <laughs> uh, you divide that by five. And you add 17 on. What is your answer? You add 17 on, so 27. Oh, yes. Well done. You got a point on the board. Right, Sai, your turn to destroy Mags with some general knowledge. Uh, Oak doke. Um, in a full set, how many teeth should an adult have? 32. Oh, knowledge, Mags, knowledge. That's good stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, what colour appears on 75% of the world's flags? Oof. Tempted to say red. Is that your answer? Yeah, I think red. Yep, that's right. Um, what year did Coronation Street first air? Oh, Jesus. That, that's been going since telly was invented. Um, the radio show first. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> 19- 57. No, 1960. I'm actually closer than I thought I'd be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, what does CF stand for on the periodic table of elements? Oh, what the that. fuck is we use having these <laughs> I <know>. chemicals? Um, <laughs> CF, I'm going to assume it's a 
Californian. It is bloody hell. It is. <laughs> You've got a table behind your behind your camera, aren't you? No, I just I just <laughs> re- I just really I was good at chemistry at school. Uh, and the last one, I think it is, if I've counted right here, um, which British Prime Minister was assassinated in 1812? Benjamin Disraeli. No. Spencer Percival. I would not have got that in a month of Sundays. I didn't even know one was assassinated, so I started looking at it. I, so I saw that. I, I actually did. Chuck it in. <laughs> <laughs> So, so how many is that? Was that three then I got? That was four out of ten, which takes your total for the evening to nine. Um, I'm happy out of that so far. Uh, Mags, do you want to ask Sai some general knowledge questions first this time? I certainly shall. So here we go, Sai. Um, first question. What is the only vitamin that you will not find in a in an egg? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the only bit not in it, I, I don't know. D, class. It's actually vitamin C. Oh, okay. Oh, you learn yeah. something every day, don't you? So, um, Taylor Swift grew, oh god. grew up <laughs> on a farm, but what kind of farm? I've got no idea. A, a potato farm. Oh, close. A Christmas tree farm. Oh. So, according to Digital Spy, what was the most streamed series on Netflix in 2020? I'm going to kick myself for not knowing. Oh, was it that Tiger King effort? Is that what you're going for? It's a good shape. Yeah, yeah, go on. It was actually Money Hast. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah, neither have I. Okay, so next we will go with Americans' Republican Party is uh, often called the GOP. But what does GOP stand for? I don't know. Uh, Grand Organization of Pimple Dicks. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> don't even understand how close you are. It's actually the Grand Old Party. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at that. Um, so is, this is the last one. Yep. Uh, throw your softball. On the infamous album cover for Abbey Road by the Beatles, who crosses directly behind John Lennon? Um... I mean, it's a, it's a one in three it's shot. Ringo Starr, isn't it? It's Ringo Starr. Very yeah, so I'll try to picture the album cover then, but it's like, as soon as you try and picture it, it just goes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, because they're crossing over the road. Well, yeah, they don't want to stay there. They'll get hit, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> Hold the traffic, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, now, this is one where you can get, if you get within 10 either way, I'll give you the point. Okay. Oh, Lottie, you get an extra three to play with. That's because I suck at this. He's being kind. <laughs> <laughs> How many countries are there in the world? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so far off, and I'm going to look like a complete moron. Um, I, oh, my word. I don't know. 
4,750. Oh, mate, Jesus. I, mean, I, 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 I think we're allowed to let him have another question. Kev. Yeah, come on. That's, I, I would have said in the hundreds. See, I was thinking in the hundreds, but then I thought I'm going to be wrong. That's so, that low hundreds as well, like a hundred and something. Okay. Uh, the FIFA rankings for football, I got, what, 190? <laughs> <laughs> so where's the other <laughs> 3,900 uh, countries? Well, perhaps they just don't play the game. I don't know. They, they might like tennis or something. <laughs> They're in the European Super League. Yeah. 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 I've got, oh, go on. I'll, I'll have a go 185. Oh, 195. Oh. So does that count? Is that within the 10? It, it sounds like 10 difference to, to yeah. me if you take away the number. If I would have stuck it to 190, I'd have been even closer. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I just I know it's an obvious question, but is that 10 or 11? But I'll give him the point. If I'd give it him, yeah. Okay. Um, You're very, very kind, gentlemen. Thank you. What is the capital of Utah? Well, I, I honestly, I can't even... Hazard a guess, Utah. Oh no, no clue. Okay, the answer is Salt Lake City. Uh, I've never got that. Number three. What is the star sign for Sagittarius? So, what is the the symbol, the picture? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. What is the star sign for Cancer? Oh, that's a crab, isn't it? Yes. Sagittarius, I wouldn't. I don't know. It's a little dude of a fork, you know. I mean, was it not like the 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 horseman with a bow and arrow? Yes, it is. Uh, okay, I don't know why I'm thinking of a fork. I don't know why I said Sagittarius because I like I've, Sagittarius is the way this Google Docs written. It's miles away. Anyway, it's another <laughs> point on the board. Uh, you've got one more from myself, I believe. No, two more. Oh, I'm having a mare right now. Hold on. So this is another 10 either way, or should I say, now, Mags, just... Three and a half thousand either way. Wait, wait until you hear what I mean. 10 million either way, right? Get to fuck. <laughs> of the 200 plus million ACDC albums sold worldwide, how many of them were sold in the US of A? Now, can you understand why it's 10 million each way now? It should be within one. <laughs> what? Like, not even the one million, just, just one. one. The exact number. <laughs> I'm going to just... I'm going to say... 4,000 million. <laughs> uh, so out of 200 million, ACD albums sold, I'm going to say 85 million. It was 70 million. You were close. Oh, oh we can't give you that one. No, no, no. <laughs> Right, so it's another chain mental arithmetic one for you. Oh, God, okay. You're very welcome. (laughs) Uh, So, starting off with 27. So you double that. Divide that by nine. Oh, my God. Um, Right. Times that by four. Half it. Yeah. Yeah. Add 11. Mm-hmm. Take ten away. Multiply yep. that by six. 
divide that by three. And... I'm, 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 I'm lost it already. <laughs> what, what is Mag's position on me retelling that one? No, I, no, I, I don't believe that you should. No, he's Maybe right. I, I, I should you know. Are, you are the quiz master. So it just, I got completely thrown when it said, uh, I, can't, I can't remember what you said now. Right, I'll go from where I left off. So that was divide by three, take 23 away, and what's your answer? Four. Oh, three. Oh. I was going to say I was going to say you've got ten million either way, but you beat me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have, uh, I'll say four thousand seven hundred. <laughs> so you are up to that was three overall, and you're up to eight for the night. So three in general okay. knowledge, and you're eight overall. Okay, so so I'm on your general knowledge questions now, then. Uh... Clive, so yeah. I'll go first again, uh, if that's all right with uh, with Sir. Yeah, man, yeah, crack on. Okay, so Clive, first question. What is the most common colour of toilet paper in France? Beige? I mean, that would be typical of the French, but it's actually pink. <laughs> right. Okay, so... What is Scooby Doo's full name? Oh, Scooby Matthew Mark Luke John Do. That again, very very close. It's actually Scoobert Do. Oh, I knew that. Well, you clearly didn't because you didn't answer it. Um, <laughs> question three. Which European country has 158 verses in its national anthem? Oh, right, okay. Liechtenstein? It's Greece. <laughs> you say that as if I'm close. There's a good few thousand miles between those two. <laughs> Um, next we'll go with Norwegian artist uh, Edvard Munk is famous for painting which iconic piece uh, uh, The Scream correct oh, The Scream that was a complete guess and then I'm going to toss you uh, oh, all an right, easy okay. one <laughs> <laughs> um what is the collective noun for a group of unicorns? And that's with unicorns being the, the national animal of Scotland. I do enjoy a collective noun. Sometimes I just make them up for a laugh as well. But this one definitely sounds like it may have been made up, as is a unicorn, obviously. I'm just going to say a fantasy of unicorns. A blessing of unicorns. Oh. So that's one... From uh, from my five. Okay. Okay. Um, what is the name of the evil head teacher in Matilda? Oof. Do you want the full name, or you're right with the Mrs. Pat? Yeah, that's fine. Mrs. Trunchbull. Yes, that's right. Um, what is the northernmost capital city in the world? 
Eh. Oslo? No, close though. Reykjavik. Yeah, Reykjavik oh. in Iceland. That's close as well. Um, how old was John Lennon when he died? Forty-three. He was forty. Ah. Not long turned forty yet. Um, how many James Bond films did Roger Moore star in? Uh, six. Oh, so close. Seven. Ah. Seven. Oh. He's my favourite as well. Lastly, what year did Brookside first appear on our TV screens? Jesus. Hmm. 1984. No, so close again. 82. 82. A miserable two for me in the general knowledge, and I'm now only up to seven. So already the gap is widening. It's, I mean, it's still all to play for. There's still oh, yeah. plenty of points on the board to go. I've got no idea what anyone's got. <laughs> I, I've got nine, I think. I think yeah, you've okay. got eight. Max has got nine. Si, you have eight, and I have seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's closer. It's still pretty close. So the last round is the wrestling buzzer round. So I, I have 10 questions prepared for you, and I am looking for you guys to buzz in and give me your answer. So as is tradition, Si, usually if it's a buzzer round, we have some sort of wrestling catchphrase as your buzzer. So this week's mind is, oh, it's true, it's damn true. Darren, what's yours? I am going to go with um, Rabadoo. <laughs> Rabadoo. <laughs> Just any wrestling catchphrase, yeah? Anything at all. Um, aren't you give it a good old woo? Nice. A classic. A classic, yes. Once uh, the damn implicat from Wrestling Headlines, he had Jim Duggan's ho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That was enjoyable. I, I, I still love uh, Ricky's classic, the I spit in the face of people who don't want <laughs> to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, so first question. Buzz in when you guys are ready. How many main card matches were there on both nights of WrestleMania 37? Rabadoo. Darren? 14. Correct. Uh, number two. How many different All Elite Wrestling TNT title reigns have there been to date? Rabadoo. Mags? Four. Another one in the bag. Oh, I'm getting trounced now, that. <laughs> uh, number three, what pay-per-view did the Bludgeon Brothers interfere in a match to beat up the Usos and New Day's... Usos... Oh, blah, blah, blah. Usos and New Day ending the match in a no contest. Oh, dear. Do you want the year as well? But the, the fact that both are silent, I'll just take the pay-per-view. <laughs> Woo! Judgment Day. Incorrect. Oh, it's a wild stab there, look. Mm. I may as well take a guess then, so Rabadoo, payback. The answer was uh, Fastlane 2018. Oh. Number four. How many different New Japan US title reigns have there been? Rabadoo. 
Like it's, it's one of those ones. If you say it often enough, it just loses all context. <laughs> uh, right, Max. Seven. Incorrect. Sai, it's over to you. Oh. I'll go six. Oh. Other way. Other way. The answer's eight. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, number five what was the tag team title match at Royal Rumble 2000 woo the tag team title yep the oh see I've gone and shot myself in the foot now Um, oh was it no I've lost it now I was thinking of the tables match hmm Oh, APA. Nope, gone. Oh, Darren. Uh, I have absolutely no clue. But see, there's Sam and with, with APA. I might as well follow that up. APA versus the Disciples of Apocalypse. <laughs> Not even the APA bit. <laughs> uh, it was APA versus New Age Outlaws, I'm afraid. Oh, so I bloody watched that show recently for SJP. Deal away, deal away. It's close to NAO, so I really maybe should have got that point. Uh, maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. We'll never know. <laughs> Number six. Which Canadian wrestler became the fiftieth five zero? 50th recognised WWE champion. Woo! Chris Benoit? Incorrect. So it's the actual... Rabadoo? It's the specific WWE title as well. So, uh, Darren? Ah, okay. I'm going to go with... (sighs) Chris Jericho. Oh, both of you need to put some respect on Jinder Mahal's name. <laughs> Amazing. I, never, I don't class him as, as Canadian uh, as well. Wow. That was the curveball there. Yes. That was brilliant. <laughs> How many different Raw, Monday Night Raw, women's champions have there been? So not Reigns, how many different women have held the title? Woo! Sorry. Nine. Correct. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a complete guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number eight. What was the name of the pay-per-view where Hikaru Shida became the AEW Women's Champion? Rabadou. Max? Double or nothing. Correct. I was tempted to go full gear then as well. Uh Fun fact for you, the AEW title has only been won once on pay-per-view and the other tw- two times was Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So there's one for your future quizzes that you appear on. <laughs> uh, number nine, at No Way Out 2005, John Cena defeated whom to become the number one contender f- to face JBL at WrestleMania 21? Woo! Sorry. Was it Batista? It was not. Okay. Rabadou, Carlito. Both of you wrong again. The answer was King Kurt himself, Kurt Angle. 
Ah, uh, makes sense. Last question from me. How many times has Hiroshi Tanahashi been IWGP World Heavyweight Champion? Rabadoo. Oh. Five. Incorrect. Oh. Woo. Yep. Eleven. The Jesus. answer. Right, the answer was eight. Oh. So oh. as things stand. Mags, you got three there, and Simon, you got one. So, Simon, you're at nine, and Mags, you're at 12. Bloody mm-hmm. hell. Blowing <laughs> away at this now. There's still plenty of points to go. There are, there are. Um, I assume I'll go next then. Go for it. Okay, so let's start with question one. What was significant about the card at WrestleMania 2000. Woo! Ah, shit. There was only one singles match, and that was between the Cat and, was it Marlena, or whatever her name was, Terry? Uh, Well, I'm going to give it you. The actual answer is there was no traditional singles matches because that was a a cat fight, but that is correct. So, question two. From 2005 to 2010, what happened to the last person eliminated from that year's Royal Rumble? Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Go on. They won the world title. I mean, technically they did, but there's something a little bit more specific. Woo! They win money in the bank. Nope, that's incorrect. The answer is that they all still went on and received WrestleMania title matches. So you had Cena in all five, Orton in six, HBK in seven, Trips in eight and nine, and Cena in ten. So, question three: Who in 2011 broke that streak? Go for it. Oh, no, I'm, I know I'm wrong. Shawn Michaels. You are wrong. That's correct. Clav. <laughs> 2011. Uh, was it Dolph Sorry. Ziggler? It was Santino Morella. Oh, yeah. Ah, buggers. Because he hid, didn't he, and then sneaked back in at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, question four. Who infamously beat Sheamus up in real life to the point of tears over a protein shaker. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Go for it. Sin Cara. That's incorrect. That would be a good fight, though. Can you imagine yeah. Sheamus <laughs> getting filled in by Sin Cara? <laughs> oh, man, I've got absolutely no idea. Just throw a guess out. It's worked for you. Oh. Um, what year was it? I didn't mention a year. Oh, okay. Oh, what wrestler God. was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what wrestler was it? Yeah, what city was it, Max? Um, oh, Steve, I don't know. Randy Orton? Nope, incorrect. It was actually Yoshi Tatsu. Oh, okay. So it, it wasn't really that infamous then, because uh, <laughs> they didn't know it. Uh, 
So next, uh, that was four, wasn't it? Yeah, question four. Mm-hmm. So next, question five. At what pay-per-view did Triple H unify the World Heavyweight and the Intercontinental title? Uh, uh, oh, it's true, it's damn true. Clav? Unforgiven 2002. So close, but so far away. <laughs> Simon, you want to steal a point? Um... Oh, it's too... Judgment Day 2002. Oh, okay. It's actually No Mercy 2002. Yeah, the whole Katie Vick thing. Um, So next we will go with how many titles did Ken Kennedy hold in the WWE? Woo! Two. That's incorrect, Simon. Uh, My answer is zero. That's also incorrect. You went too far. It's one. He had a 42-day reign with the US title. So question seven. This is a pretty softball if you know your uh, wrestling uh, rumour mill. So who was rumoured to be the original higher power before Vince decided to take the role? Christopher Daniels. Correct. Christopher Daniels. And he didn't get it because he was too small, apparently. He's a munchkin. Yes. So, <laughs> question eight. Who is the first African-born wrestler in WWE history? No idea. Hmm. I can give you a clue. He, he was actually build at being from a different country and it ended up being quite a, um, a way that he got mocked a lot. No, that stumped me. Mm. Are you giving up as well, Clive? Fuck, I'll just say Kamala. No, it was Kofi Kingston. Was it really? Huh. It was built from Jamaica when they had a when you said about Yeah, when you said about it being built from somewhere else, I thought Kofi King's number. Well, that, that's far too recent, know, surely. Exactly. He was the first ever African-born wrestler. Um, so, question now. Which former WWE champion did Tito Ortiz beat in, a, in 2019 to claim their WWE title in an MMA bout? before the result was actually later overturned. Woo! It's not Brock, um, is it? Tito Ortiz, would, he, Brock would just kill, cave his brains in. So I can't even there. picture who Tito Ortiz is. My mind's gone completely blank. I just thought, thought, I'd, thought I'd jump in and have a quick guess. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's only right if you know it, I suppose. Um, Clav? Uh, so it's not strictly like a UFC then. No, this was definitely not. This was a, this was a, a very much a renegade uh, MMA event. Oh, uh, Alberto El Patron. Correct. He actually uh, he complained about the result and got his uh, his his WWE title back as well. So. 
Last question. Which wrestler faced a different member of Evolution at consecutive Unforgiven pay-per-views? Do you know what? I think I've heard this. Woo! I'll go Shawn Michaels again. Unlucky. It's not Shawn Michaels. Hmm... Consecutive. Uh, Carlito. Correct. I oh, spit I in that. the face for people who don't want to recall. So he had Flair in 05, Orton in 06, and Trips in 07. Right. So after those 10 questions, Clive, you picked up three, and Simon, you added uh, one. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what was the three that I picked up? Um, I thought it was only two. I've marked you down for three. So you've got Alberto El Patron. Mm-hmm. And Carlito. Carlito. Um, yeah, I may, I may be wrong. I may have marked you an extra point. So the questions I've got, let's have a look. So Carlito, Royal Rumble Simon got that one. Uh, the WrestleMania Simon got that one. No one got Santino Morella. Because I've got... Um, I've got... Uh... Yeah, you're right. I'll give you an extra point for free there. Yeah, so scratch that. So you got two then. It makes it even better for me. So does that is that not that Sai got that extra point then? Because I've got uh, two for him out of there. I've got him three total for the wrestling. No, Sai only got he got Christopher. Da- oh no, sorry. Yeah, I've give I put his point on you then because he got Christopher Daniels. Oh yeah, there. like that is it? Oh, I see. Christopher Daniels in WrestleMania. Uh, two oh, I see this is going. Two two. <laughs> right. Now you know what it feels like when I'm on the quiz. Uh, I'm giving back a little bit of uh, of the grief I get. Yep. <laughs> so so far in the wrestling round, Mags has got three, size got three, and I've got two. Overall, it is twelve to Mags, eleven to Sai, and nine to me. So at this moment, it looks like with Sai reading out the last questions. That you will not win tonight. So, oh, I'm just going. I'm shutting off now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Should I? He's, he's taking the bully route. He's had a good day. He'll just leave with what he's got. Yeah, yeah. no speedboat for me. <laughs> okay, um, power lies in your hands to determine the winner. And knowing Mag's propensity for conspiracies with quizzes, I'm a bit panicky myself. <laughs> I think I am going to lose this uh, this three point lead very handily. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll just start reading. Are you going to tally up the scores, or do you want me to do it here? Or I've got them here. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, okay. How many times did Sting win the TNA World Title? Rabadoo. Max? Three. Ooh, nope. Yeah, what's true? It's damn true. Five? Nope. Four. Okay. Oh, I knew, I knew oh. it. I Both went either side. <laughs> um, Ric Flair famously won the 1992 War Rumble, coming in at number three. Sid was the runner-up. What number did he enter at? Rabadoo. 27. Mag- nope. Oh, you... 
because uh, you've watched that recently, have you not? Yeah, about a couple of months ago. Uh, I'll say 29. Yeah, that's right. Ho, 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 ho. I, I knew think, he was in the last view. I think Hogan was 27, wasn't he? Because he went into the last. Yeah. Is that right? Um, okay. Wh- what match opened the first ever WrestleMania? Oh. I am absolutely drawing a blank and I've seen it so many times. Okay, shall we uh, narrow it down a touch and say just give me one of the competitors? Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Nope. Um, Rabadoo, I'll go with George the Animal Steel. No, it was Tito Santana versus The Executioner. How did I not get that? What a delight that must have been. For the- <laughs> it's so memorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, who won the 1998 King of the Ring tournament? Shit. Rabadoo. Magsy. Edge. No. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Yep. Ken Shamrock? Yes. Yes. Good shout. Oh, there's one between uh, us. I always oh, forget it's tense. one. It's tense. I'm, I'm, I'm getting nervous. I'm not even involved. It's... <laughs> Um, in his short WCW run, what title did the Renegade hold? Rabadoo. Mags? The TV title. That is correct. Leads back to two. Okay. Um, War Games 1991, the Four Horsemen team was made up of Barry Windham, Ric Flair, Sid... And who? Rabadoo. Go on. Brian Pillman. Nope. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Sting? No. It was Larry Zabisco standing in for an injured Arn Anderson. And I've watched all them as well to do a podcast with you. Yeah, my very first one, mate. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? <laughs> How many have I asked? One, two, three, four, five, six. So I've got four left, yeah? Okay. How many times was Jim Crockett Jr. elected the NWA president? Well, that's a deep cut, that one. Mm. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. I'm going to go wild and say 11. No. Rabadoo. I'm going to go wilder and say he was never elected president. Nope. Uh, Three separate terms he had as the NWA president. Um, Who has been a survivor on the Survivor Series teams the most in WWE history? Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Randolph Keith Orton. That is correct. Five occasions. 
He's just he has Mister Survival Series basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got two left, haven't I? <laughs> oh, okay. so close. There's one one between us. Oh, um, pre two thousand. So not including the year 2000, 99 and backwards. What was the longest time in a Royal Rumble? Rabadou. Who set the time, apologies. Okay, so Rabadou. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair. Nope. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Shawn Michaels? Nope. It was the year following Flair, uh, Bob Backlund, with an hour... A minute and ten seconds in 1993. Um, the top. This is uh, tense. This is very tense. I think by now it doesn't matter, but uh, I am the the host, so this one's worth five points. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> this isn't five Last nerds goal. Who managed the Nasty Boys on their return to WCW in 1993? Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Jimmy Hart? No. Rabadou. Yep. Slick. No, it was not. It was Missy Hyatt. Oh, Jesus, poor guys. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So... I landed one then in that, I think. Yeah, for that one, it was... For the wrestling ones, it was Mags 4, Sai 3, and myself 5. Now, when you read these, when we considered we all had 30 questions to answer, the numbers are terrible, but... <laughs> that aside, and it's very close, all things considered, and third place is Sai with 11 points, and second place is myself with 12 points, and... Maybe, I don't know, for the first time in God knows how long, the quiz winner with Lucky 13, it is uh, Darren. Well done, sir. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm shocked I was able to hold on. Uh, you give it a good run at the end. Uh, but, yeah, I th- think this may be the first ever podcast quiz I've ever won. I'm, I'm very happy with my gentleman's 11. I'll take that. <laughs> that's a good showing for your for your first podcast quiz coming last he's got such a way with words he you, has hasn't he yeah. you should be the mayor of Burnley <laughs> instead of that fucking wadged car <laughs> I'll never forgive him <laughs> that sounds quite dodgy right so We've come to the show part, the end of the show. I hope you've enjoyed the quiz and I hope you have played along with us. For the plugs, Sai, you want to give us your details? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SJP Words. Um, my, my podcast is at SJP Wrestling Pod. And the one that Mags and I do together, Chain Wrestling, is at Chain underscore Wrestling. Give us a follow. Uh, vote in the polls. Get involved in our sort of non-wrestling additional topics it's always a good 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 bit of fun yeah i have to vouch for that the obviously as a wrestling podcast and i do enjoy the the trip down memory lane even if it's bad sometimes concerning things <laughs> like straight jacket matches but the banter before the wrestling's always great stuff it's one of my highlights of the week so thank you thank you gentlemen 
Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, that. It, I mean, it's so much fun. Um, yeah. I've been blessed with having good podcast partners. Uh, yeah, I, I love uh, recording chair wrestling. It's just we just get to have a laugh at the ridiculousness of, of wrestling and and wrestling Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Which is full of pimple dicks, apparently. It is. Fuck you, Brad Shepard. Oh, my God. He went off. He absolutely went off that on was, that day. That was, uh, that was delightful. I didn't really know where I was going to go when I started. So it just kind of went. Uh-huh. Mags, you want to give us your details? Yeah. Um, again, it's always a pleasure to be on this show. It's been far too long since I've last been on, so let's not make a habit of that. Yep. Um but on the social medias, you can follow me at DJ Kirkby on Twitter. Um, as of this this dropping this week, you'll uh, you'll find that the last episode of uh, Badlands is about to drop uh, the day after. Uh, unfortunately, Paul, my uh, actual podcast wife, he uh, decided to step away from uh, from uh, recording wrestling content, feeling very disillusioned with the business. So, unfortunately, Badlands is no more. Um, that being said, I still have plenty of content out there that uh, people can uh, tune into. I do um, Radio Techers with uh, Tanner, which is about uh, football. And uh, after today's uh, uh, news, there'll be plenty of, of that to, to talk about. I also do a UFC podcast with my son, Carlos, called Five Rounds. And I'm also... Uh, a member with this uh, handsome motherfucker here uh, on Chain Wrestling. So, yeah, tune into all those. And keep your ears peeled for um, a podcast coming up in the very near future that uh, could be taking over from Badlands. It's, it's, that is exciting, but it is a shame about Badlands because that was... Yeah. I think that set a lot, of, a lot of trends. And to be honest, how many times do you see on Twitter these days who do you think is about Rushmore of this and that I wonder mm. where they got that idea from so hats off to you guys and trendsetters um, um, it's sad that it has to go uh, but me and Paul always always said that without each other being on the show it, it wouldn't be the same so um, I would rather uh, stick to that and, and, and it not feel the same than than carry on and uh, and it and it go down the pan. So I had fun doing it, uh, and if Paul decides to come back, I'm sure we can revive it at, at any time. But yeah, it's, I'm a podcast killer. Two podcasts gone in the space of a year. <laughs> the first two I was on as well. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's me. Yeah. You, you, you're it's the I, I, you're I'm, the I'm bad apples. <laughs> so that's it. Reckon Clive will be going next, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so as you'll know, this is the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on the Social Suplex Podcast Network, where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Style, Grown Men Watch This Shit, Grave Consequences, 8-Bit Suplex Wrestling Podcast, All Things Elite, and Great Match Generator. Um, you can give our podcast network or individual shows a nice wee review on the podcast app of your choice preferably Apple Podcasts, those are the guys in charge of all your algorithms and whatnot. If you head over to socialsuplex.com, you can get those podcasts as well as columns, and if you press the subscribe button, you can get them sent directly to your email inbox. On the the show notes part of this podcast, you'll see hyperlinks to Pro Wrestling T's site for Social Suplex, you'll get some t-shirts, there's a link to help us donate. I'm still looking for that webcam, people. I was told that I looked like I was covered in Vaseline at the start of tonight. 
Uh, I was, but that's a different story for another day. Uh, and we're at the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group, and you can catch us at Ricky and Clive on Twitter. Shout out to Ricky, he's probably getting ready for a feaster out now. Uh, the moon's out, so Ramadan time, he's going to be stuffing his face. Good on him, lucky bastard. He's, he's not a lucky bastard the rest of the day, so I don't know why I said that. Uh, right, I hope you've enjoyed the quiz, gentlemen. Thank you very much for coming on. Our pleasure. Oh, thanks for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah, been great. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you all next week. <laughs>